Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website and frankly they know what they're doing far better than i or austin ever did so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there you go do that follow us on twitter at final show films for updates uh for all future things including things that are going on with our website and going on with the patreon page and things that are going on live as we stream them uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else so thank you very much for watching y'all have a good day We're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Terminus Tendency. I am William, and I am your storyteller for this New World of Darkness, Hunter the Vigil Chronicle. And joining me today, we have Jeremy. Oh, sure. Go with me first. I was just thinking, <laughs> what's my character's name again? Um, <laughs> yes. Hi, I am Jeremy, and I am not playing Nina's guy anymore. She did not die, but I am playing Kayla Nguyen. Uh, ah, that Kayla Nguyen. Um, uh, uh, Network Zero person, reporter person. And John. I'm John, and I am playing Zero Albright of the Chiron Group. And Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Nikolai Dolka of the Ascending Ones. And now that we're now that we're done introducing the uh, the, the newcomers, Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I am playing Drew, the Lucifuge researcher. And Holly. Hi, I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, Knights of Saint Adrian. And Craig will not be joining us today. Uh, he has unfortunately uh, been sidewinded with us something that's going to keep him busy all night unfortunately so uh in uh with lack of paul our ages kaidoru acquisitions expert um before we recontinue where we left off we will go ahead and step forward to a dark room at an undisclosed location where the gentleman continues to give his report uh well Suffice it to say, the introduction of the of the replacement members of this cell uh, was somewhat rocky at first, um, and they came out with a net plus one. But it was at this point that Miss Sky decided that it was probably best to take a more uh, backseat role when it came to the operations of the cell's general goings on. Being the least combat-experienced member of the group, I can't say I'm surprised. Um, but nonetheless, the uh, events that follow 
is sort of a clear painting of why the isolation of the hunter world can sometimes lead to difficult moments of communication because well just understand the reactions of the of the members of this cell when they realize that this entire time they've been under surveillance and with that <laughs> uh, with that we return to uh, Zero's penthouse with the group that is still there as they finish up their conversation which was Drew who was in the middle of kind of maybe walking out yeah I believe Astrid <laughs> grabbed my arm as I was Astrid walking she didn't she more like put her arm around you comfortingly okay. not like grabbing you, preventing you from leaving. <clears throat> so is Drew still present or did Drew exit the premises? Still present, probably. Like, Astrid probably caught up fairly quickly. Um, but... <clears throat> All right. Well, Rector Albright, uh, all things considered, I think you've made your case fairly clear. And uh, we'll reach out to the other members of the cell and get back in touch with you. Thank you so much for the hospitality. I think we need to be leaving. Feel free to take any of the food that you like. And there are business cards by the door, so you know contact. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving at this point. That back out. Clean He'll stand, out. wipe his hands, drop the napkin beside the plate, and grab a card as he goes. I assume phone number, email, what? Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 very it's a very plain white business card with the embossed logo of the Chiron Group on one side. On the other side, uh, uh, Director of Operations Sarah Albright, and then a phone number. Okay. Stick that in his jacket pocket <clears throat> and follow Drew and I assume Astrid. Yeah, Astrid's leaving with Drew. Okay. Hit the elevator and immediately look to see if there are cameras in the elevator. There are cameras in the elevator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just a quiet ride down. Just kind of, yep. Shifting his weight from one foot to another, back and forth a little bit. <laughs> Waiting until we get to the exit floor. There's, there's that awkward, like, half minute of the elevator because you're coming down from the penthouse uh, as it reaches the ground floor, and then finally, ding! Doors slide open quietly. And walking out. And once we're on the street, well, that was fucking weird. Are you okay? Astrid says to Drew. No. Definitely not. Definitely not. Anything I can help with that? <sighs> Let's get back somewhere. Probably not a great idea to invade Nina's space. Um, we, we can go to my place, it's fine. Okay. Maybe. 
but let's get somewhere first. Hey, William, can I make an intelligence and medicine roll to see what I would most likely prescribe to get Drew slightly less agitated? Go ahead. Yes. Whoops. Don't know why that's on nine agains, but one success. I need to roll a nine, so it didn't okay. matter. Um, Turns out the answer is weed. I mean, yeah, ba- basic sort of anti-irritant medical me- uh, medication. Marijuana springs immediately to mind, but I mean, there's a variety of different... So, Drew, three pill bottles and a brownie drop in your lap. <laughs> Help yourself. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, one you on that. the far, one on the far left. I would only take two of those at most. <laughs> those are all handed back to you. That's not what I'm. It's. We should probably make sure everyone's here because I'm not saying this stuff twice. Actually, mm-hmm. we're also not inviting Paul. Oh, <laughs> which one's Paul? The, He's the older British. One. Oh, right, spandex. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. Okay. Banner, but uh, okay. Um, Is there a reason you don't want to invite Paul? Yeah, uh, you might have noticed that he tends to use people's weaknesses against them. He tends to be particularly manipulative, and if I'm going to be vulnerable, it's not going to be around someone who's going to pull that shit. I gotcha. For what it's worth, um since we're considering, you know, safety and mental health and that kind of thing. You also don't know shit about me, so if you want me not here for that, I totally get that too. You're the drug dealer, so I'm going to need you. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) You're here in a professional capacity. I fully intend to use use it to invite you. Yep, Uh, yep, nope, no problem, no. So I'm calling Colleen. A couple rings, phone picks up. Hey. Hey, can you and Nina get over here? Um. Astrid's place. Yeah, we could probably get over there. Thanks. If Nina's not comfortable, obviously she can just drop you off. I just. I. uh, The people with guns are gone. I think she'll be fine. Okay. Thanks. Sorry. Um, cool. So, you guys head over to, uh, head over to Nina's place. Astrid's place. Sorry, Astrid's place. Literally just talking about Nina. Um, Astrid's place. Um, you arrive there. Um, and probably about 15 minutes later, uh, Nina and, um, Colleen pull up. Go. Cool. 
Is Nina coming in or is she just dropping? Uh. I feel like. She'll look at Colleen and say, I'm going to be outside in case you need to make a quick exit. Trust is still a little bit tender at the moment. But I'll be here. Anything for that? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Outside before like run into you guys. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Let me know if you need anything. She'll head in. Hey. Uh, Colleen enters the building. Hey. Okay. Astrid, right? Where do I? Where should I stash my shit? Mm-hmm. Uh, anywhere you can okay. put it in a closet. Uh, not the one in my bedroom, though, just in case. Her vampire brother sleeps there sometimes. Occasionally. Uh, sure. <laughs> I needed that. I needed that. Right. <laughs> and to ask Jadal, don't worry, in about three minutes, Vampire Brother will be the least weird thing he's heard tonight. Okay. <clears throat> so... Um, actually, while you're before you start the conversation, if you can go ahead and roll me uh, wits of composure, everybody. Yep. <laughs> Three successes. I'm gonna burn a willpower on this because I'm on edge. Two successes. <laughs> Five successes, okay. Critical success. Yep. I'm definitely on edge right now. Um, so, Nikolai and Astrid both notice as you're having this conversation, it's still day out, um, but you notice that for some reason, um, it's a lot dimmer in here than it should be. It's almost sort of like the, uh, almost sort of like the windows have been tinted, but they haven't. As you look over at the windows, they're fine. Except when Drew looks over, Drew also notices the, like, very, very faint red along the edges of the window. Do you have any idea what that means? Uh, you can intelligence and occult or wits and occult, whichever one you feel like. Intelligence and occult, because I have more intelligence. <laughs> You're in the room? Oh, probably a sunlight ward, but I don't know. Six successes, yeah. It's a sunlight ward. So, the, so like, it's it's designed to allow vampires to, if they feel up to walking around while it's day out, be able to stay somewhere safe without the sun killing them. Hey, Astrid. Yeah. Did your brother mention to you warding his place against sun, your place against sunlight? No. But it makes sense. All right. Probably something he or his allies did, or probably something we need to be concerned about. Probably him. I don't think 
Okay. Any other vampires have been in here? I hope not. All right. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Crazy that, vampire parties here. That that would have been me, Archer says as he steps down the stairs. Oh, hi, Archer. Oh, hey. Sorry. Yeah, I sorry. I uh, I tried I tried to let you know, but for some reason there wasn't any signal reaching you. Um, Alexander's here, and we needed to have a conversation that couldn't be over. Well, wouldn't likely be overheard by uh, people at night. That we decided we should have this conversation during the day. Okay. So, Hi, the war, I'm Nico. The war, the war just lasts for a day. It'll go away. That's fine. Hi, Archer, he says, looking over at Nico. He sort of stares for a second, sort of <laughs> waiting waiting for someone to pull the trigger on the conversation between... You need any drugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not unless you've got blood bags. Not net. Not with me. <laughs> Set yourself up as a pacifist vampire affair later. The fact that you actually s- considered it, it makes me just a little concerned. Well, like, you have to refrigerate and so transiting, I. <laughs> Usually I need a bit of notice if anybody's going to need transfusions, so... I think he was joking. I was I was joking, but I'm amazed that you considered it. Anyway. Um, Alexander and I were having a conversation in the back room. If you need to talk to either of us, I'll, I'll get out of your way since it looks like you're having something important. Yeah, I'll, I'll come see you guys after. Mm. Who's Alexander? Other vampire. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm pretty sure they're cool. We don't kill them because they don't hurt people. We don't kill them. Also, you know. Like any of them? No, we don't kill Archer, Alexander, any of their people. We kill the. I'm very confused, but okay. Nazi vampires and thus triple okay to kill. Kill the ones we say that are I okay. Feel to kill. Like this is I'll figure it out. Okay, I'll figure it just out. Just about loud enough that vampire super senses can totally hear it. Oh yeah, like and <laughs> all specs is definitely one of his skills. So it's like, yeah, he's kind, of, he's kind of like yeah, nods as, as he heads up the stairs. Anyway, um, okay. I guess I'm just going to do this with, yeah, okay. So, that guy who died, um, Jonah, the one who the Chiron apparently mutilated into some kind of experiment. There's some things that I think have been mentioned before. Apparently, he worked as a hitman, um, and and some other stuff. And I think I think I've made it pretty clear. Some of you 
he was he was a lucifuge see there's there's another thing that i didn't he's also we're there really aren't words for this which is saying some things considering that I speak the tongue of all men. Mm-hmm. Um, we're soulmates, the same person, something like that. Uh, a lineage of souls, Colleen says. As yes, but like, so okay. Let's let's back up a little bit. How much do you guys know about? Um. Well, a little. Demon's Hell, limited something, creepy spirit, demon power, shit stuff, and you kill monsters. Yeah, basically. There's always exactly the same number of us. We come from an ancient lineage that is essentially people that bang to the devil. Um... And yeah, we kill monsters, or if we're not into that, we are, you know, replaced with new ones. Um, But there's always the same number of us, and there's kind of a buffy thing. Okay. Um, But yeah. Lineage is under selling it but it's not wrong so like when one of us comes of age one of us is dead i don't really care know how it works it just always works out that way just like keel over no no like died in something like if tomorrow we got into a shootout and i took a bullet to the brain there would be another Lucifuge who would have come of age okay. at that point in time. And it sort of always works out that way, but it's not really possible to predict anything based on it. It's just that's, that's what it is. Okay. So underlying mechanics of fate yeah. and destiny being Ceteris Paribus, sure. Okay. Yeah, the, um, it is what it is. Um, but... <sighs> And how many? Six hundred sixty-six. But Jonas and I are well. We're not different, or but I guess it's a little different because another thing that a lot of Lucifuge have is dreams, like like magic dreams. Um. Okay. And in my case, in Jonas's case, we kind of, we live 
through each other's lives or he lived through maybe he, you know because future and whatever he was always very vague about it but from what i know after he died um he saw lived through my life in his dreams as i lived through his in mine it's not like in order or anything and we can't exactly like hang on a second so when one lucifuge dies another one takes their place did you take jonas's place is that what you're saying yeah, yeah. okay and you have magic dreams about his life and he had magic dreams before you activated that were about what your life was going to be, which had not yet happened as we perceive time. Yes. Okay. Probably. And that's, that's some weird, like I always, but okay. We knew each other when I was before. And at that point I didn't really put it together. I just assumed that, you know, how, when you're a kid, you assume whatever you do is normal. I assumed it was normal that I only ever dreamed about this one guy who stopped by my house every half a year. And I assumed it was normal to live in the forest with one person, two people, my mom and I guess my tutor and, you know, never see anyone else. So it, it wasn't that weird. It was your default. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but that's not really how Lucifuge usually work. Um, but we... It, it's not right to say that Jonas is me, but it's also wrong to say that we're different people. We're... <sighs> You're both the same number on the list of Lucifuge. You're just the next one in line. But yeah, you knew but, each other as yeah. well. Yeah, the connection runs deeper than that. But right. it is also mm -hmm. a reincarnating souls type thing. Okay. So we'll go with this. Um, and so you're, you're saying that the person that Zero Albright was talking about having experimented on was Jonas. Yeah, I I mean, unless a different Lucifuge died around the same time at that gas station, which I can check, but doesn't seem super likely. What is the whole lineage of souls thing mean for a supposedly reanimated corpse. Uh, can you like sense where he is? Um, nope. I never really tried because he's dead and the connection happens while I'm asleep. So probably not. But it's also weird because you know the, the girl with the sword, the other one we're looking for? Yeah. Okay. She, uh, Jonas knew someone with that set of capabilities. 
or fought someone with that set of capabilities. <clears throat> so he might even still sort of be in there if he's reanimated. I okay. I don't know. It it never really came up. Like usually to the very minimal extent it ever happens if like no offense to the vampires who are totally listening in at the door upstairs. Um, if one of us became a vampire, we'd no longer be a lucifuge, and that would be that. There'd be another one. But, like, Jonas and... <sighs> okay. So... I think the big question is if the person that you told me about who's running around and, you know, burning people and causing all sorts of problems and destruction is indeed your former self now Frankenstein with a heavy helping of human torch on top. What are your intentions regarding said person? I, no idea. Um, like, it's valid. Yeah, he's kind of the only person that's that matters to me that ever mattered to me. <sighs> yeah. I mean, because Albright seems like it's a kind of a shut this thing down. We've got somebody gone rogue. We need to neutralize the that situation. Be his approach. And if Jonas is gone, that's probably the right thing to do. But if he's just hurting if he just doesn't know how to control his powers or if the reason things went wrong is because I have the soul that would have returned to him. Well, but I mean, like, you guys were alive at the same time, so I'm not super metaphysical, but I feel like... Yeah, I, I guess that's true. Like, to a Lucifuge, there is something different between being the proper generation growing up and when you awaken and you are a lucifuge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, cards on the table, that's... Okay. <sighs> yeah, because you were a person before and you're a person now and he was a person before and I think we can assume that I don't think you have anything that's going to make him not a person. It doesn't sound like it. I'm no expert, obviously. Yeah, but I might have something that, you know, helps him control not being on fire. Okay, that, yes, maybe. <laughs> so... So, are we thinking we're going to work with Albright, or hmm, we should get Nina in here, because she's kind of in charge. Right? 
Nina is the uh, <laughs> Astrid. You you're the other rational one. What should we do? That's scary. Um, <laughs> but you didn't say wrong. Uh, this group puts their puts their 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 decisions in the mind of a, a drug using Satanist rock star and a woman with a torture den. I mean, but we're not wrong. Nico's known these people for three hours, so he all he knows is that he's not in charge. And Nina, Nina being in charge is now is essentially Zordon being in charge at this point. I mean, honestly, I think it's up to you, Drew. Because this, I, I don't like, I don't mean to put this pressure on you, but how do you want to go about handling this? Because I don't know if whatever his name is, Zero, is going to, you know, have your best intentions. You know, he seems pretty set on killing this guy. To be yeah. clear, because it has been a week. His statement was dealing with the situation before it gets further out of hand. Or at least make sure it doesn't, you know, compromise anything in a way that would reflect badly on the Chiron. Group. He doesn't care about how it reflects on the Chiron. Okay. Group. He explicitly yeah. said, I'm not here to make you think the Chiron group is a good organization. I'm here to resolve a problem. Okay. Yeah, he, he definitely seems to have expressed a lack of care about PR for the Chiron group. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, and he's probably gonna, if we say, no, thanks, we're not interested, he's gonna show up anyway. Yeah, he's like, like that kind of person. I think the easiest thing to do, and this is where we need the drug dealer for, potentially, is <clears throat> it's not like he's watching every second, but I can try and tell him something. I can reach out. I can contact him. It's not like I've never done it before. Um, and <sighs> like. You know, it's it's a little time travel-y, but I could ask him to meet us somewhere and just see if it works. Um, You're talking about Jonah? Yeah. Okay. I, or I could see if, I don't know, maybe you have like lucid dream drugs or something. I could try and reach out to him that way and like if there's something still in there that might work and maybe i can't maybe i am just like a human torch radar i doubt it but we could try i'm gonna assume that you haven't had any dreams about what he's been up to post no okay not not in any way that would give itself away, and I feel like that would be pretty obvious. Uh-huh. 
GM, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, yeah, that's accurate. Um. All right. Uh, chemicals that induce lucid dreaming. Would that be intelligence and medicine or intelligence and science? Uh, you're looking for a specific. You're you're looking for a specific chemical reaction and a specific effect that isn't necessarily a health thing. So go science. I'm going to spend a... Can I spend a willpower on this? Yes, you can. You also do sleep drugs? Uh, Well, see, the sleep drugs that I know are supposed to stop me from dreaming. Doesn't sound too bad right about now, but I get that it's not the same thing. Three successes. Hmm. Chiron Uh, has some stuff. Well, so there's a thing. There's a thing that I mentioned the last time someone tried to analyze what uh, Colleen was mixing. Um, so she apparently doesn't understand this or know it, but a very slight alteration to the mixture of drugs and alcohols that um, Colleen uses could actually open the mind rather than close the mind to dreams. Um, and what comes to your mind, Nikolai, is a unique mixture of various psychoactive drugs. Not the same thing as what Colleen uses, but you can definitely concoct something designed to help with lucid dreaming. So if anybody has ever seen a cartoon dog digging a hole, Nico goes to his duffel bag and basically does that. (laughs) All right, so... We're going to need to take these in a specific sequence in proper order. A um, couple of them are antagonists. A couple of them are just exactly the opposite. Uh, and you'll need to be uh, closely monitored during the process. Per Um But yeah, I think we can. I think we can. I think we can make something. Make something happen. Okay. Or help what already happens happen more so. Well, in the good news, I've never dreamed about anything other than Jonah, so worst case scenario, I'm going to be right where I normally am. Okay. Not dreaming at all. And it's at this point, there's a knock on the door. God damn it, that never anything good. Astrid will go answer it. Don't tell there. Nina I said that. If it's Nina, she might get mad. It is not Nina. Jeremy, would you like to describe who is at the door? So, so sitting there at the door um, is a woman in probably late 20s, early 30s, uh, a Vietnamese feature, uh, brown hair, um, dressed fairly casually, uh, just like a, a plain gray T-shirt, uh, a leather jacket over it, uh, uh, black, black jeans, uh, probably like low calf, high boots, um, and is just in the process of actually just sort of taking, taking earbuds out. Hi. Oh, and if worth mentioning, cause it's, re- it is potentially relevant if anybody sees new watches local news might be familiar with her slightly 
because she's appeared as a correspond a freelance correspondent on a couple segments. What role would I make for that? I'm local. Uh, yeah. Hang on. I need to look at character sheets. What role do you make Nikolai. for watches local news? <laughs> uh, well, mean, more, what role do you make for recognizes from local news? Yeah. Uh, wits in the streetwise. Okay. Yeah, that sounds legit. Would I make the same? Or... Yeah. Yeah, wits okay. and streetwise. I probably don't because while <laughs> I potentially watch the news, I'm not a local. Yeah. And with four successes, yes. Kayla, when? Two, she seems familiar, and then the name yep. tips you okay. off. Yeah. And she normally appears in, like, she's sort of an investigative reporter, does, works for a lot of, pub, like, print publications, doing, like, crime beat investigative news stuff. So Nico is just shoving his shit behind the couch. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Kayla Wen doing at your apartment, Astrid? I, I don't know. Hi. I've never met her before. Are you Hi. running for office? Huh? Are you running for office? Because God no. We're not voters. God no. Um hi. Uh why else right, do news personalities go door to door? A little bit awkward, but I understand that you guys are short-handed and might need a little bit of help. Did Nina call you too? No. Sean or Eamon call you? Not Sean, just Eamon. No. (laughs) Last I I knew uh, uh, Flight Manifest had them leaving already. Uh Uh-huh. I think you need to come in and start explaining a little better. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Actually, give me 30 seconds and then you can come in and start explaining a little better. Yeah, and I will head upstairs. Slams the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm going to head upstairs, knock on whatever bedroom door is up there. Mm-hmm. The door opens, and you can see uh, uh, Archer opens the door. You can see Alexander is over sitting sitting next to a table that they have been having a conversation at. Sorry, just a heads up. Um, seems like apparently a newscaster has stopped over. Maybe a hunter probably stay up here for the time being. <laughs> if I you don't mind. Disruptive um, in my character entrance. <laughs> Sorry. Sure. Um, I mean, you and I both have been have had disruptive character entrance. No, I want to say, this is the funny thing. I specifically said, well, she would text. However, she happens to be aware that somebody else just recently left a message with them to go meet with them. So probably not the best way to go about it right now. Jeremy yeah. and I play disruptive characters. <laughs> I just I just give a slight warning to the vampires yeah. that our guest might not be pro-vampire and then head back downstairs. Yeah. Uh, Ego stuff is. I, I won't actually vanished. stop Alexander or. Yeah, just him, yeah. Warning, just, warning, warning has been given though. If they decide they want to show up, they will. But so you 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 hide the drugs. Yep, everything is just gone. 
and then he'll go back to the door. I don't know where Astrid's at, but he'll answer it. Yeah, come on in. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, right. This Astrid. isn't your place. I like I... to think that Astrid's just standing there the whole time, right next to the. Door. Yeah, yeah. She's standing there with the door open, like. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Sure. Come in. Why not? Sorry. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, she heads in. Wait for the door to close. Click. So, uh, sorry, I know that this is lack of context. I didn't want to just drop everything outside. Um, because believe me, of all people, I am very aware of how saying things in public, even if you think you're private, is not necessarily a wise move. Um, apparently, some of you have seen Kayla Wynn. Um, I am a member of Network Zero. Can I make a roll for that one? Yep, that'll be uh, Network Zero is not on the occult scene, so it'd be it'd be intelligence and streetwise. Great. Uh, you know, I'm still really on edge, burning more willpower. William, I'm not there, but can I make a like a preemptive roll just to see how much Zero knows about Network Zero? Sure, go ahead. Two successes. I know nothing. Three successes. For the for the inevitable Kayla Wynn, Network Zero. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, what was it? Intelligent Streetwise? Yep. I'm going to spit. Go ahead. One success. Okay. So with one with one success, Zero off in his penthouse uh, is aware that Network Zero exists as a sub as a as a small but relatively powerful and definitely up and coming and becoming more potent group of hunters. Um, they specialize in information gathering and surveillance. Um, Drew, with two successes, you know that, plus the fact that Network Zero is, in a lot of ways, the um, the watchdog group of the hunters. They 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 don't they they keep eyes on monsters, but they also keep eyes on everything else. They are they are the hunter equivalent of cyber activists and cyber terrorists, depending on who you're asking. Groups, um, you're you're anonymous, you're, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, who watches the watchers? Yeah. Um, and we, and we know things, <laughs> uh, and then Nikolai with three successes, you know, that network zero also above all of that is specialized in the using modern technology aspect of the hunt, especially in the hacking to find information and set up extra surveillance to help track down and locate monsters and other targets. Oh, okay. You're part of the club. Yep. Um, I've been, been sort of a... W I mean this in the best possible way, but we're not subtle. It's one way to put it. Yeah. 
Uh, I've been trying to uh, trying to do what I can to help out as mu- as much as I could from the sidelines. But as I said, I understand that you are you are shorthanded as of late. So I figured I might say hi, offer my services in a more direct fashion. So you just invited yourself over. I mean, it was either that or contact you through some sort of text your phone, which technically I shouldn't know what your phone number is, but I kind of do. Um, or some other weird way to, to let you know that I am interested in helping when that might not be best considering recent events in terms of making you at ease. <clears throat> you should talk to Nina. We should get Nina in here and you should talk to her. <laughs> I'm the worst. Aline, just somewhat aware of the universe, has a slight shiver for an unknown reason. <laughs> Anyway, well, I'm new, so I don't make hiring decisions. But I uh, a lot of people are new, and none of them make hiring decisions, especially not not the one we just met in a fucking penthouse. I mean, I'm zero makes plenty of hiring decisions, just not Shut up. your hunter group. <laughs> Actually, that is a good question. <sighs> Would I know anything about a high-level member of one of the one of the other cons- one of the conspiracies having shown up? Uh, fuck other yes. Than, okay. <laughs> like you might you might not know all the details of his penthouse or what he's doing, but yeah. you definitely know he arrived on scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. I'm, I, uh, he, Zero is also a public figure, not just right. a yeah. private figure. That's definitely a thing that. I mean, is he in? What's he like? I'm actually kind of curious. Uh, Sorry, I'm distracted. It's it's like we just met him. Fair. I mean, his he's usually are. Anyway, sorry, I'm distracting a little bit. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, here's the deal. I feel like you guys could probably give us a little help. Um, I'm more than willing to offer it. If you're not totally cool with that, that's all good. I'll probably help anyways, just less less direct ways. Uh, Well... I mean, you guys want, you guys, I don't, I don't know exactly how, where you guys are at or how much you know or anything or how much you need to know on things. But if there's something you need to know, I can probably find it. If it's, if it's. Okay. 
if it's you know the the let's just call it mainstream society side of it i've got ask i've got got information there if it's on the other side i've got i can get information there too i mean i don't want to i don't want to toot my horn too much but i found out about y'all Okay. Um, I have a fair amount of contacts within my own organization. Uh, they like me quite a bit. To be fair, a, a Spanish accent says drifting down from the stairs. I don't think it was very difficult to find out about them, was it? Well, this one's new to me. This is Alexander. A pleasure. The pale long white haired faintly glowing red eyed dressed like Spanish nobility from the Renaissance yeah. figure steps forward and bows if it matters it is still sunny out that's why the, that's why the windows are warded <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he doesn't, yeah. No, she doesn't know that yet for, for, uh, for benefit of- that said pale and red eyes let's just say there's no subtlety here yeah, um, yeah. that's a that's a, the right hi Alexander Ravenhall, at your service. Someone has the theatrical flaw. Yeah, it's someone's <laughs> service, all right. Um, nice to meet you, I guess. This actually ties into uh, part of the reason I was here. So I figured it might be a good time to step down and make my presence known. After all, it was only going to be a matter of time before your newcomers met me. I mean, to be fair, we're not necessarily newcomers yet. That's still on present company. I'm getting the sense that anyone could walk in here declaring that they're from an organization and for some reason we'd say, sure, why the hell not? I mean, if you don't want to say, sure, why the hell not? That's fine. I'm not going to lie. I'm still probably going to help, but I will do it in a much less intrusive way. I actually don't care. You're behind. Um, well, I do care, but I, I don't also care do about not. that part. It's fair. I also do not want really terrible shit to happen to the world because of recent events. Astrid, I've been here all of about five minutes, but I feel way more comfortable about this lady than I do about the guy in the skyscraper. Yeah, I mean, she seems to have more of a level head. Okay, just, you know, my two cents. Yeah, <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just... I don't know how anything Zero did was not level-headed. I'm... <laughs> Creepy. Creepy is the correct phrasing. I'm not great with change. There's been a lot of change in, like, the past 24 hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if you have trouble sleeping, just let me know. Yeah. I mean, 
if you want to help, I'm not going to stop you. Probably at this point, the second vampire appears on the staircase. I feel like this one I'm probably I'm somewhat aware of. Oh, yeah, you've probably seen Archer yeah. around. Yeah. Like, he, Archer's probably showed up on your surveillance at least once. Great, it's a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you were saying... Pirate man. Hmm. Alexander, thank you. Rank. Sorry, I am shit with names. Mm-hmm. I like well, pirate man. Part of the reason that I had come here, uh, not only to speak with Archer, but also with the group of you, uh, was to unveil a bit of information that I have been able to pick up in my nightly wanderings, shall we say. Uh, which is that our issues appear to be compounding. Uh, by which I mean the darker forces among the realm that we walk have been moving in closer and closer circles, as I have been able to tell. The Walking Dead move alongside the vampires that are not your friends, and the... Well, I have had only tense conversations with Jack Cross. I am fairly certain that the ones that I have seen moving in this area alongside the vampires and zombies are not his. So we have zombies, we have vampires, we have something else, and... Mother. Werewolves. Werewolves. Oh, okay. Um, and they're all working in concert, is what you're saying? As much as the three factions can, but yes. Didn't you guys... I admit, not all, not all my information may be a hundred percent accurate. Voip is kind of sketchy from time to time, but um, don't you also have a some kind of changing thing going on too in relation? It creeps me out how much how much she knows which is why she should be on our team literally sorry it's literally what i do and i'm trying to be as open about it as i can i am used to people spontaneously Um, knowing things kind of comes with i look this is how it works so online i'm known as vera t1 um, a lot of people there know me fairly well, know that I collect stories that aren't, that, that, that aren't going to hit, aren't going to hit the news, aren't going to hit Reddit, aren't going to hit any of those kinds of places. The stuff that's too weird even for like fucking 4chan and shit. Um, they pass this stuff along to me. 
Um, I vet it. Uh, I, I, I get stuff from, from other Network Zero people. I collate the data. Um, I review what I can. And so as a result, I tend to be fairly in the know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have, I have back channels of information that pass through dark web. Um, uh, a few surveillance, a, a few, a few camera systems in this city. Um, stoplights, uh, uh, stoplight cameras, uh, police, the the uh, uh, police CCTV, things like that. In short, I kind of have a lot of ways to know this stuff. To date, nobody's come after me for misusing it. So that should be a good sign, right? Mm. Anyway. At least you're honest. I am used to people knowing things and saying, I had a vision. And that being all the explanation that was needed. So it's not that weird to me. Okay. Um, so things are getting worse. We now have somebody here who can basically pull information out of anywhere. So that's helpful, though. Um And there's a guy in a skyscraper who wants our help cleaning up one of his company's messes. Mm-hmm. Please don't talk about like that. I mean, yeah, sure. Sorry. Um, I asked you to put her arm around you again. Um, I'm sorry. Who wants help cleaning up a flagrantly vile human rights violation that his company perpetrated against an actual person? Slightly better. Okay. Wow. Dealing with a problem. Firebolts go towards the fire immune person that's not in the room, but not actually because I'm not quite that much of an asshole. <laughs> I'm assuming you don't know about that one, or I know that 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 one that one is new to me. That I am assuming because it did. Uh, hit a few news places that you noticed the on fire furry story at the whichever strip mall that was. Oh yeah, that one. That one was. That was a piece of work. I mean, a couple of a couple of the local outlets had my name on it as a byline. So what do you think? Oh, that's where I know your name. I'm not one of those. Uh, so. I'm not one of those people who thinks the world needs to know all of this stuff mm-hmm. unfiltered verbatim. Okay. That for everybody. So, but for the details that you may or may not know, but I appreciate you didn't pass on if you did. 
Um, what actually happened was a werewolf, one of um, Jack Cross. Yeah, one of Cross's allies. <sighs> I guess saw a guy in a lot of bandages. Thought it was a little weird. Went to check it out. Got set on fire because that guy is constantly on fire. Um, right. I'm not going through all of the how it's connected no, no, to me stuff, fine. but I have yeah, um, the on fire guy is um, was is um, I want to personally rip the balls off of everyone in the Chiron group right now. I mean, that is an appropriate reaction to the Chiron group. They're big business. They're corrupt. This is this is the anarchist hacker shock look. Yeah, it's specifically fine. in this case, they took one of my people after he died and um Jesus resurrected, I guess reanimated Wait. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's they thought yeah. and I don't mean to sound um I don't mean to sound <clears throat> judgmental about your group but they thought reanimating a dead child of was a good idea apparently they thought it would produce something i don't know there's an asshole in a tower who i'm sure would have a much better explanation for why they did it anyways i mean eh. but um I'm sure a quote from Jurassic Park comes to mind. That's all I'm going to say. Um, We're not actually dinosaurs, but that is fair. Yeah, no, no, not the dinosaurs. Just the general, you spent so much time thinking about whether you could, you didn't stop. To, yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. they had perfectly non-apocalyptic intentions with it. I'm not. So, eh. To be there are not a lot of morally good reasons to resurrect someone in, in a demonic way. To be fair, for what little it's worth, I don't think the guy currently in the tower is terribly sympathetic to the decision or the people. <clears throat> I mean, that's good. Yeah. He's creepy as fuck. He might have good intentions. I can handle creepy as fuck. I work in the television news industry. Okay. So you're used to creepy as fuck and definitely does not have good intentions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I feel like I'm mostly up to speed. Hey, maybe that's our first shot then. Um, what do you want us to call you? Kayla's fine. Okay. Should we see if Kayla can dig up anything to see whether or not we should consider Albright's offer? 
Sure. Yeah, that's a good idea. <sighs> she also. Hey, you want to vet somebody for us? Fuck yeah. And uh, to to the other people, we'll say she also might have a better idea than the rest of us of where would be a good place if we do want me to try and call Jonas to somewhere. A good place. To bring a man on fire? Oh, oh, like a good place to, uh, a good, like, place to bring somebody to. Now, it is on fire. Do we think he might be in the hedge? Because... Um, I feel like whoever went in there might be on fire from the footprints we found. The uh, the footprints were rotted, the ground rotted away, not burned. clear. Yeah, those, were, those, those footprints were rotting. Oh, never, never mind. Sorry. I mean, rotting I don't know of any lucifuge reasons why the ground would rot, but you're not wrong that that's possible given everything else. I mean, there are plenty of stories of, of myths and the like of for lack of a better term, unholy demonic type entities causing vegetation to wither away and die in their presence. Absolutely. The question is whether or not it's definitely a lucifuge that did it or if it could have been the other one that he's currently running around with or it could have been any number of the other things we're trying to get rid of. Um, the, The residue that I saw in there looked like shadow magic. Um, Archer says, uh, definitely, it might not have been a vampire, but that's definitely a field that certain vampires have an amount of skill in. Do I know anything about whether or not Lucifuge have access to shadow magic or theoretically could access shadow magic? Uh, just roll me intelligence in a cult. Okay. I have an, I have an occult specialty in vampires. Can I see if I know anything about vampires that use shadow magic? <laughs> sure, go ahead. Intelligence in a cult. I'm assuming the dream specialty does not apply. Uh, no. Can I do that as well? Sure. Uh, You got four successes, Drew. That's my two successes. Oh, four successes. (laughs) So with with four successes, um, shadow magic is not completely outside the realm of the Lucifuge, but it's definitely not that style is not so typical. Um, typically speaking, the the type of magic that comes towards a Lucifuge is very much targeted specifically at the hindering of demons and the unrighteous and the, the monsters. Like, they very rarely have magics that will do that kind of collateral damage. I'd be surprised if it was, especially because of how strong the fire magic is, usually our magic usually has a consistent theme to it, but um, it's not impossible it was him. Um, And then for two successes, um, there's a certain subcategory of vampires. Um, you don't know the name off the top of your head, but they specialize in using shadow magic to hide themselves and strangulate enemies and sort of act as spies and assassins. 
Yeah, let's stay the fuck away from shadow magic people. Hmm. Oh, and I know we have a lot going on here, but we did promise we would help Shakes. Yeah. Is Shakes your fairy friend? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's she's changeling. You met her at the um She stopped by while you were out, Alexander says. How's she Yeah. Doing? Step yeah. Hmm. Uh, she's hoping that uh, you'll be able to uh, continue the search with her uh, as soon as possible. Um, the tracks that she found led very deep into the hedge, and she'd like someone with firepower to move with her if, they, if she hopes to track them to the source. That mm-hmm. could actually... Astrid. Yeah. Pulls Astrid into a separate room, shuts the door. <laughs> I, I like Shakes and I want to help her, but it could also be a decently controlled environment to see if any of these other people are on the level about actually helping us. Okay. Also, Nico is literally saying basically the exact same thing to Kayla out in the other room. And it, it turns out that you can vet that guy and he seems like he's on the up and up. We could take him on a job and see how he does and then we'd really know. I, I don't want to, like, make the decision for the group, but if you think it's... Honestly, at this point, like, you keep saying group. Paul isn't here. Like, half the people are new. I... <sighs> and I mean, like, I've been here five minutes, I, Kayla, so I don't know if they're going to let me make any decisions, is, but somebody who will have to be in charge here will... Group is people who Colleen knows right now, because... Honestly, okay. if we spook Colleen off, all of this goes to shit because, you know, literal God. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. Um, she's, okay. as much as I don't like it, she's reasonably comfortable around Paul. She's reasonably comfortable around us. Yeah. All right. So we want what we want Kayla to vet vet Zero. And then we take them all into the hedge and see what happens. Take them all into the hedge, see what happens and see what they can do in a more I realize I'm throwing stones in a very glass house here. If they can actually handle themselves in a combat situation. Um, because if at the first sign of supernatural things they can't take it, it's probably not a situation to drag them into. Okay. All right. We come back out, I assume. So in the meantime, Kayla has, uh, uh, I will be right back real quick, runs out to her car really quick, comes back with a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, is in the process of pulling it out of a backpack and has already set it up and is getting ready to do the deep dive into Zero Albright. All right. Um, roll me intelligence and computers. Okay. And she's going to go dark websites, uh, um, 
full Google search. So you, you can you can apply your dark web specialty. Information to information from other groups, specifically trying to hit up Network Zero. Yeah. Um, yeah you can go ahead and yeah go ahead and add your dark your dark web specialty, and we'll say half your status with Network Zero. Round up or down? It's uh, round up. Okay. For now. So plus for this one. Um, uh, intelligence, computer, three, and you know what, this is a, this is sort of an audition, so I'm just going to add, I'm going to spend willpower on this. So, plus six total. Are you fucking, <laughs> holy fucking shit. Oh, shit. It's actually very appropriate. It's actually very appropriate that you turn up nothing. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What's even better is there was only one seven even. There was only one uh, one. I, I realize it doesn't matter in World of Darkness in New World, but so <laughs> what you what you turn up is that Zero Albright has an impeccably clean record. Um, it's not, it's not, it's not that you don't find anything. It's that there's nothing there to find. Um, he is about as clean as someone can possibly be. Um, all of his activities that have been done, uh, for the Chiron group have been kept under enough wraps that no one but Chiron group can get any. Network Zero was tried, but they haven't been able to find anything else. And... Any of his activity that would not be covered by Chiron Group is completely clean. All of his public-facing activity is fine. There's not even a hint of corruption in any of his work. Um, he is the perfect public-face executive, as far as you can find. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's so perfect, too. <laughs> really sorry. I assumed I that this was a role that would be okay for character introduction. I mean... 12 dice but yeah that that's that you didn't find nothing yeah like that should inform a lot about the, who this person is the fact that they they have a completely clean slate as a Chiron group hunter uh, mm, i'm just saying yeah if this was an npc the next words out of Kayla's mouth would be he's dirty as shit and good at hiding it <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, I pulled up my backstory, really, really, ready to like dab out information. <laughs> I was like, oh, nothing. Uh, you should have had to. <laughs> God, this is why I really like Old World. You can do things to lower the difficulty um, in the areas you're really good at. Don't just come back with, well, fuck. That good or one bad? Of, one of two things. Either he, he he's he's cleaner than I've ever seen anybody in big pharma before, and I mean like anybody. Or Chiron is true in a real, real good job of covering up all the horrible, dirty, foul, disgusting shit he does. Uh, 
Uh-huh. I don't have enough charity for the Chiron group to <laughs> assume the first thing right now. The only thing I can say is that people at that level that have done re- that have done bad shit, even when Chiron cleans it up, we usually find it. Okay. It says a lot that we couldn't, which is either he practices he, he practices a form of cover up that 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 includes leave no witnesses, including everything from air gapped computers to um uh, fucking everything, or there's not much that there's not much bad about him. And I'm not saying that it's not the first one. Because it easily could be, and that's where my general inclination usually lies. But it's not a matter of, for me right now, it's not a matter of trusting motivation. It's a matter of, I trust that Chiron is incompetent enough at covering their own tracks. No offense, Chiron group, who I'm sure are currently listening in on this in some way. While you're thinking on this, uh, Kayla, go ahead and just roll me, roll me just... (laughs) Just roll me, like, wits and intelligence. Okay. Your computer glitches and you assume it's the Chiron group. (laughs) There's three successes on six dice. So, the kind of, the kind of agent that would have this level of cover-up, if there is something, if, if if they are being covered up, is a special secret weapon. Yeah. Like as far as far as you can tell, if they are covering his tracks, which is where you sort of lean your inclination. But yeah, he's probably a very specialized task force who is built for something very specific, and is unlikely to be as as odd as it sounds. When you're purpose built for something, you're very unlikely to really care about the side nutcase right. that is the rest of the Chiron group. If he if he's purpose built for a job to the point that they're trying to make sure that no one related to that can ever find out about him, he's probably pretty straightforward when it comes to his work. If he if he was that dirty, I feel like I would have found something because Chiron's not I'm not saying that they I'm not saying that they're a bunch of bumbling idiots. But we well, probably would have found something. I mean, we look kind of deep into the mega corporations, as you uh-huh. might expect. Uh-huh. Well, we can take him into the hedge with us, and you know, if he turns on us, we'll just leave him there. Here's his card. Astrid will take it. All right. So we should probably help Shakes. Yeah. Okay. So if everyone's okay with it, I'm going to call Zero and get his help. Mm-hmm. Yep. As a thing for the... Probably not going to warn Zero just because he deserves it. Um, it we're going to go into a fairy dimension and then more fairy dimension. Tracking yeah. something that stormed in there and did a lot of murder and probably isn't a fairy or a changeling. 
Yeah. So I guess race your brain. Yeah. Also, like Nina looked into the hedge and it like broke her. I mean, just letting you guys know. Duly noted. Okay, I wouldn't close your eyes. I think that's a really bad idea. <laughs> but don't. I, take I, I really do want to see all of you try and be blind. Just that sounds hilarious. Brace yourself is what I'm saying. So probably don't take the gummy berry juice that makes me be able to see everything. You have gummy berry juice? That's what I call it. <laughs> yeah, probably don't. Though, John had true sight and was fine, and Nina had didn't have true sight and was John had left Sean had true sight no. and then tried to kill Nina. So. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, sorry, rolling that back because I forgot about that bit. Uh, yeah, last person who had something resembling true sight and looked in went crazy and tried to shoot another member of our group. I was going to say, two people looked in there. One of them ran away. The other one tried to murder one of your people. Yes, I am sorry. I forgot. Oh, no. (laughs) It's been three weeks. I've got the gummy berry juice that helps me see everything, and I've got the gummy berry juice that shows me which ones are monsters. They're not the same one all the time. I think in the case of... Uh, which, what was the name I mean, of the fucking Vatican organization again? Malleus Maleficarum. I think in the case of the Malefic- Malleus Maleficarum, it is the same thing. I mean... Uh, uh, your call, just, no you know, offense. if you try and shoot us, we will probably stab you. That is fair. Mm. No no, no offense to your crazy church hunters and, 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 and the rock star, but I've seen a lot of video of a lot of really fucked up shit. So I- That is fair, though keep in mind that this guy was a hitman. So it may not be- So he was- It may have actually been the other way around that he went went off murdery. There's also like a priest. So, so he was he was, he was only he was, he was the worst priest. Yeah, he was only a priest to keep him out of jail. <laughs> like, as far as I can tell, he was. You actually might be able to look this up. As far as I can tell, he was a priest with no priestly responsibilities. I mean, you're telling me that he that he was a professional, a professional contract killer, and also a member of the Catholic Church. So he's like ranking member of the Catholic Church. So he's doubly messed up in the head. Yeah, he was really messed up in the head. Do we need to bring a gun? I mean, probably I we are like actually hunting something that we know yeah. to be dangerous. I I would bring guns. And guns. Okay. Okay. Astrid is going to call. My car. Mm-hmm. Astrid is going to call Zero, and she's going to call um, Shakes after that. All right. Well, first your phone call is Zero. So yeah. it picks up after exactly three rings. Uh, you hear the chorus of House of the Rising Sun for just a little bit before it gets paused. 
Hello. Uh, yeah, this is Astrid. Yes. Recently met. Okay. Um, right. So we are, are you familiar with changelings? Somewhat. William, how familiar am I with changelings? Rolling solid into Nicole. You're at least somewhat familiar. Yeah, because the Chiron group. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do. Any bonuses for my status within the conspiracy? Uh, I'd have your status rounded down in this case. Does everyone else have a lot of status with their conspiracy? Because I'm starting to think everyone else has a lot of status with their conspiracy. I have five dots. That's why I'm the director of operations. <laughs> <laughs> I have three. I have I have three. Yeah, I put all I put most of my dots in that and professional training because professional training is one of the most broken merits in 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 Hunter. Yeah. Uh, if it's got something that you want for your character, yes. Otherwise, it feels like a burden. Three successes as I go gather my cold iron daggers, my cold yeah. iron Bowie knife. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know a decent amount about them. You've heard that they, you've heard of their extra dimensional space. You've never seen any trips into it. You've never seen any information about it. Um, but you you know the general gist of a changeling in general. Yes, we know something about them. Well, to shorten everything, um, we're helping this changeling. We've been in communication with her. Um, the hedge, which is like their... Um, I don't know how to explain that. Their extra-dimensional home. Yeah, yeah. Um, something got in there and has been murdering her people. Something that shouldn't be in there. And it might be what you were talking about last night. It might be something completely different. And in either case, you figure this would be an excellent opportunity to test me for whether or not I'm actually sent to kill you all. Yep. Fair enough. Where would you like me to do? Where would you like me to meet? Able to do his job. Um, I will text you the address. Very well. I'll be there shortly. All right. Bye. And right afterwards, you you get a text. Yep. I will. I'm going to gather some equipment and head out. Actually, I'll look at. Talk, Jeremy. What's your new character's name? I'll look at Kayla. You might find this interesting or useful uh, and tosses you this, I guess it's like a little case that plays a video. The thing from last episode that had the video recording yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh. Yep. It was the video invitation to, or for Drew. Yep. Plug it in. Nice. Yes, but what did it say, John? I don't remember. <laughs> it essentially said, smug, 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 smug. Hi, I'm here to help smug, 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 smug address on screen. Exactly, word for word. It was an invitation. It was a dinner invitation yep. to discuss events occurring in the city, how we might help one. For the record, I have one dot of uh, conspiracy. Interesting. Um, 
Hey, that's the guy we had dinner with. Yeah. You know how other people got written letters? Mm, oh, yeah, right. No, it's so. To be clear, holds up, Kane. I am blind. I actually cannot see, but I've gotten very good at using the little bit of sight I do have for documents because I do a lot of research into ancient texts. It's, yeah, fair. To the extent that I can see at this point, everything sort of looks like vaguely lettery shapes and I can figure out what some of those are. No, I get that. And it's not, it's not like with ancient texts, you can, you can read that stuff by feel because you're going to destroy the materials. Yeah, and no one puts strange, archaic documents in Braille. No. Though, I can speak every language, which also probably helps to some extent. 98% blind. Just that 2% is all I need at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. A normal person, a normal blind amount of blind, like <laughs> really focused on one area in terms of practicing. So I am curious then, tap the, like, like I, I've paused the thing, tap the still image on the screen that you, is that, is that where you guys met him? Uh, the, the background of the image is simply a white, a blank white wall. Possibly. There seemed to be a pretty bright background to the space we met. The, the, the address that that shows up is where you met him, though. Oh, yeah. The address. But, yeah. Oh, the no, no. I was talking about the actual... Yeah. The actual Getting video. Where, no, none, of, none, none of you would have seen a wall that looks like that in the penthouse. Do you want me to find out? Sure. I will try to do a quick net while we wait for zero to arrive. Yep. Um, try to tear that down. I'm sure they were smart enough not to put like geodata tagging in it. But then again, intelligence. That about a lot of people. You can approach this with with investigation or with computers. Uh, probably computers in this case. Um, eh, it's the same. It's the same number of dice either way, and this is neither the dark web nor a crime scene. So that's fair. World power again. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Five successes. So you were trying to figure out what if that if I'm that was potential. Rip, down it, rip it down and figure out every bit of information I can find about potentially where it was filmed, if there's any, like, if there's any creation logs or anything like that, or anything that might get, that might give a fragment of IP, or, like I said, you would be surprised how many people are stupid and geotag stuff. Mm -hmm. um, or, or whatever the case, if there's anything that I can do to figure out uh, 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 if I can take a little with other, with other information that we have about about uh, a Chiron group to give an idea if it was filmed here or if it was filmed in advance and somewhere else. Uh, if I can give a, if I can take a little bit of liberty with this one, John. Okay. Sure, feel free. 
Um, it was surprisingly, as you look through it, it was very specifically left with notable information in the data that could be easily fished out. And you are very easily able to pull a location from the data that is a public recording studio that is able to be rented out anywhere in in, in the middle of Atlanta. Which sort of implies that this was this was designed to lead someone to a non-useful location, right? Because if so, but, <laughs> so, what you're telling me is Zero went to one of the those video dating services, <laughs> filmed the video, then took the video and walked away. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> like like the all of the geotagging that is left in that data was very intentionally left there to lead someone to where it was filmed because where it was filmed was useless to anyone trying to hunt him. I either have a recruitment video here or a Tinder profile, and I'm not sure which. Um <laughs> and it's unfortunately the things he actually says don't make it any clearer. <laughs> it's like, he's smart enough to know that people are going to try and tear it apart for information. This is good. This means that he's that he's probably not going to do anything uh, like over the top stupid to alert the wrong people so that's at least good information you know he seems fairly intelligent just not completely aware of how he comes off i mean intelligent people are some of the dumbest dumbest people i've ever met yes we are so while this is going on astrid's gonna call shakes Mm-hmm. Phone rings a couple of times. Hey. Hi. Um, it's Astrid. I'm sorry about everything that has happened. And that, you know, we've had to push this back. But we're getting our group together and we've got some new people now and uh, we are ready to go in and help you. All right. Um, Soonish? Yeah, we're just waiting on one person right now who's on his way over. All right. I'll see you shortly. All right. I will text Nina. um, Helping Shakes in fairly soon are going to be we are going to be bringing the new people are you interested was nina like outside uh a little ways away get away she is she she is the the she is she is colleen's driver currently yeah yeah she she's she's a like a a block down from your apartment like in the next parking lot apartment over like, does Astrid see her, or...? 
very specifically just out of sight of that complex block. Okay. I don't know how long it takes to get from the King's Tower in Atlanta to uh, Lawrenceville, but I imagine it takes about 30 minutes. Probably, yeah. By supercar? Yeah. By, especially um, when, if you really wanted to get there quickly, you can you can actually arrange for a police escort if you need to. No, I don't need to be. I don't need to. We're going uh, slightly more subtle. But yeah, you 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 make it in about half an hour. What form of posh supercar do you have? It is a it is a hang on, I put it because I know yeah, I know that you've written this down somewhere. Um Of course. I've written down my car. It is a nineteen sixty nine Shelby Mustang that has been gutted and rebuilt from the inside as a all electric supercar. So it is a Shelby X. It's a Shelby chassis on a supercar, on an on an electric supercar. Um, something old fashioned that's been completely gutted and with something new put in. Very Chiron. Yeah, an old body with foreign parts shoved inside. Uh, so when it shows up thirty minutes later, it's just the sound of wheels spinning and contained bass as he is apparently listening to music at very loud volumes. Is it the same song that you've been playing every other time? No, it's a different song. Oh, the first the first song you guys heard was uh, Sweet Dreams Are Made of This by Marilyn Manson, then Astrid heard uh, House of the Rising House Sun. House of the Rising Sun. Anyone who's listening close enough can hear that uh, this time that it is uh, moved by a uh, th- uh, by, um, uh, thousand foot crutch. He does understand that the reason electric cars are supposed to happen of vehicle noises is for people who can't see him coming. He probably knows. Mm. I feel like, uh, I feel like I pause. I look at the, I look at the picture on the, the face on the screen. Yeah, I feel like he has no fucking clue. The car turns off. Darrow gets out. Uh, wearing White, white shirt, black tie, black coat, and blue pants, obviously. Uh, the the under-the-shoulder knife holster is not visible under the jacket. Um, carrying a silver briefcase with gloves, uh, with gloves on. He steps out. Oh, Colleen, I assume you're coming. Looks yes. Are either of you interested? Uh, well, uh, unless you wanted to wait for about four hours for the sun to go down. Right. Is also wearing sunglasses. I mean, I feel like, no offense, I feel like this is a, this is a don't cross the stream situation. I'm not in charge of this, this whole thing. I'm not saying who's going, who gets to go and who doesn't, but. Well, Archer was going to come with us originally, but it was at night. I think the two of us are willing to come and assist, but that would require us to have some method of getting there without uh, burning. Yeah, okay, so... We will let's... wrap you in a sleeping bag. No. And... Does that work? Uh, theoretically, if you get something thick enough, you could carry us there, yes. So what? if we, like, rolled you guys up in a tarp, would that work? <laughs> a very thick tarp, yes. Um, so Because I've got tarps. We'll go. 
And if it seems like we're going to need vampires who know more about vampire magic, we'll come back and get you later. I was going to say where we're going, and you'll forgive me since I'm not really clear on changeling land. Like, uh, uh, that's about the hedge. Their son going to burn the shit. Yeah, is it going to, are we going to be outdoors Um, there? And does it follow the same time frame, or is it always sunny in Hedgeland? No, that's Philadelphia. You're thinking of Philadelphia. I understand that was the joke. Yes. Oh, wait. Um, uh, Archer says, didn't she say something about um, the hedge and time? Yeah. Like, time is different or something? Yeah. Oh... She also said the hedge is psychoactive and dreamscapey. So um, that I, I believe she potentially bad for a lot of us. I, be- I believe she said something specifically about how time in the hedge had changed a couple nights ago, like when we were about to head in. And oh. I don't remember what it was. Oh, uh, assuming that this we conversation. Her. She's only like two doors down. Assuming that um, this conversation can happen. probably go say hi to the... Uh, yeah. Assuming this conversation can have been happening while I was away. Whenever I yeah. would arrive, just like... Yeah, it's probably about now. Okay, well, let's go do a little recon and no look. Yep, yep, there. Yep, here he comes. Hmm. So getting out, of, get get out of the get out of the the car turn, after turning it off. Uh, sunglasses are on, carrying a briefcase, completely suited up. Hair slicked back as. Step out. Look over. That is that is definitely a Chiron person. Also, the person that yes, that's. Walk over towards the group. Kayla Wynn. I hadn't expected to see you amongst the group. I did expect to see you. I imagine. Shit! Gun! I forgot the gun. Hang on a second. Runs down to his vehicle. It's not. What did he go outside for the first time then? Uh huh. Probably drugs. I mean, uh, William, out of curiosity, does Nick does Nico look any different to me? Uh, to hang on, let me check your your Thalma technology. It it met Nico before, right? Yes, but there's a thing about me that cha- that that affects how I see people. Nope, not yet. Okay. Oh yeah. Well then, feel free to lead the way. I should have lead the way. Let's wait until the dr- the gun toting drug dealer comes back, and then yeah. Yeah. Once once Nico comes back, she will lead. Nico the way. comes back, and this time instead of just the bag bouncing at his at the small of his back. He also has a SMG on a sling that's kind of bouncing against his stomach in the front. That makes sense. 
Okay. Hmm. All right. Let's go to Wonderland. Ready. You've been to Wonderland? The club down on... I mean, I've been to a couple Wonderlands, but oh, okay. I'm, I'm talking about like the, the... Never mind. Let's go. So you head over to the apartment and you walk in and Shakes is outside of the hedge right now. And as you, as you walk in, oh, shit. Oh, I didn't expect you guys to be that fast. Um, you probably don't want to go in right now. Okay. Because it's, right it's nighttime in the hedge right now. Does that matter? Yes. It gets much worse at night. So that answers our questions about how we probably should not bring the vampires. I don't think the sun works the same way. But do we just, want to risk We want to experience We're not risking it. I'm just, I'm just going to say that there's the theory that part of the group that went in had vampires, and they definitely walked through the hedge during the day if they, if they left that way. I don't want to risk this. That's fair. But the, the hedge had its, um, had its time shift a few days ago, so it used to be that it was day when it was day and it was night when it was night, but now it's night when it's day and it's day when it's night. How long will we have to wait? Until uh, the sun goes down out here? About when the sun comes up in there. In that case, perhaps I can acquire a few more things to assist the group. Our effort. I put down the briefcase. I walk back out towards my... Because this is in the same yeah. housing complex. Yep. Oh, Astrid will go back to our turn, Alexander, and mention it if they're interested but gently suggest to nico that he probably shouldn't go watching around walking around the complex if that's what i think it is (laughs) Hmm? oh yeah uh and he'll like zip his jacket up over top of it so that only a bit of the clip is sticking out the bottom the magazine (laughs) i did Um, i did leave the I, i asked the sighted person is still here so that would be Kayla that seems like it's going to be worse but what do I know uh oh no it's it's a clip it's not a magazine (laughs) I mean I don't know that there's an SMG that uses a clip (laughs) it's pro I think it'll Probably, I'd get. Come here, Nico. Let's go inside somewhere Um, and not be wandering around with with a backpack full of drugs and 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 guns. Okay. Just on the off chance that with our luck, the ATF stops by. Because let's be honest. They probably. Oh, I am a walking ATF wet dream. Let me tell you. I mean, but the problem is they're gonna look at you and then they're gonna tackle me. Um. So. Really? Um. <laughs> I okay. I did. I did leave my briefcase on the ground next to you guys. If anyone cares, while I walk back to. Yeah, my I ain't touching that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna eat me. No thanks. 
Um, okay. But uh, <laughs> you, you, you head over and tell the vampires, and uh, Archer kind of looks over at Alexander. I mean, I feel like there may have been a vampire in that group. And if they walked out in the hedge in the day, it seems like, I don't know, it seems like it might be useful for us to be around, if nothing else. Alexander kind of shrugs. If you think that you would like us to at least take a look, we can always see if it starts to burn, and if it does, retreat into the into the uh, the hollow, as I believe Shakes Okay. Calls. Yeah. I just don't want you guys to turn to ash. Uh, believe me, we are in agreement there. <laughs> it's not, however, in some time. It does take some time. Okay. I come back to the group carrying uh, another briefcase and a larger, like, same style of, like, silver case, but this one's more like a travel trunk instead that I pulled out of the front of my car because the where the engine space was is now another... Uh, because there's a lot of there's a lot of room in a Shelby for the engine that is no longer necessary because it's an electric car. So now it's just additional luggage compartment. These may be you, useful for the others. Did you open up the briefcase that you that you picked up, Kayla? No. Just picked but it up and just held it. it there on the ground. Yeah. Um, I will carry these inside, and mm-hmm. before I open them up. What are they, Then Equipment. Oh. Okay. And I open up the... In a less vague and a less vague and... Less vague way and less creepy voice. What's wrong with my voice? She's, she just said, it's, it's creepy, dude. Hmm? You sound like somebody... You sound like Patrick fucking Bateman, almost. I mean, I was... That. But you sound like somebody who is... Just about half, just about half an inch away from 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 losing control of a chuckle because he knows something that everybody else doesn't. With every sentence he said, hmm. intriguing. See, I open up the case. Uh, <laughs> in, the, in the in the in the large travel case, there are uh, there are six. Uh, bulletproof vests that are designed to fit underneath clothing in case the things we're fighting decide to fight back. Some of you may have additional Shit. Uh, Body armor. And he runs out to his car again. (laughs) And then opening up the second case, uh, there are a a series of, uh, of um vial there are flasks and uh flasks and uh various other like chemical equipment that look to be alcohol oil water and then like various things to set those things on fire not being certain exactly what we are what it is we're fighting it would be best to have a variety of options then he opens up. Then he'll open up the other briefcase that he had been carrying, and inside of it is a compound bow, along with a two-compartmental quiver filled with arrows. This is for me. As he pulls up the quiver and hooks it onto his belt. What you got in the bottles? 
various sundry chemicals for whatever meat, whatever enemies we end up dealing with. Uh-huh. I'm going to go look at those and see what I can ID. It's uh, flammable oil and alcohol, um, uh, some silver nitrate, um, and uh, um, uh, actually a couple of different, uh, a couple of poisons. Um, hang on. Let me pull up the thing. Up the things that I was grabbing. Um, there is some amyl nitrate in one of the bottles, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I can't think of what the other one is because I can't find the page that talks about poisons in what book it was. Because I have five books open and all of them have equipment in them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, five books. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and then and then another bit of uh, like poison for like a living. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, we can make use of most of this. I like to make sure that any operation I'm a part of is well equipped. Spoken like a man with money. That's fun. By the way, if we decide to keep both of you getting roughly right the directions to point to um, Nico and uh, the, 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 John's character, his name Zero. Zero. I will explain why I keep on messing up that name later. Um, pointing to Zara and Nico. <sighs> Nico has been asking about getting paid, and none of the rest of us can afford that. That's not what Nina said. I'll look over at Nico. Do you have Venmo? Yeah. I pull out. A, I pull out a phone. Pull up my thing. Look for you on Venmo. Forward. Uh, forward $10,000 to your Venmo. Put my phone away. You're going to get the drug dealer's Venmo flagged with suspicious activity. Right? <laughs> you act like that's my Venmo isn't probably already free flagged for flag suspicious activity. activity. Yeah. yeah, that's this fair. Is, this is Nico's seventh Venmo this week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that should be enough. Up. Cool. The sad thing is that's actually an amount that you would make for a, a couple of weeks of, of high-quality drug dealing. Yeah, high-quality high drug dealing and also, like, EMT services. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, most, most of my actual high-paying gigs are from when they wrap their cars around trees. Yeah. Yeah. I need, to, I need hopsittle, but I don't need public hopsittle. Hopsicles. Uh, I then pull out a completely different phone and text something back. Five minutes of resources. We're awesome. We can basically do whatever the fuck we want. I mean, when it comes to money, yes. Yep. What's your superpower? I'm rich. You guys, you guys should. I'm rich. I'm also a demon. You guys should see the list of equipment that I have in my thing. <laughs> no, we're our superpowers are both. I'm rich and also fire. 
Yeah. We're rich and physically odd. <laughs> For different reasons, but... So... Uh, probably. So you... You, I'm assuming you kill a few, you kill a few hours till the sun goes down. Yep. Yep. Um, and when the sun goes down, um, the vampires travel the distance, which means zero. You meet a couple of uh, interesting pale-skinned individuals, one of whom is dressed like a Spanish Renaissance figure. I leave my glasses on, looking at the two of them. Hello. Greetings, Alexander says. Director Albright of the Chiron offering out a hand. Uh, Alexander will take it and shake. Alexander Ravenhall and my uh, protege Archer, he says, and bows. There is a raised eyebrow and a half smirk at the name Archer. I do have a compound bow in my hand and a quiver on my hip. Yeah. <laughs> a pleasure. I assume you're joining us on this venture, then? Potentially. We will see how the sun within the realm of the Fae is different from our own, if at all. Well... The sun having gone down now, I assume we're all prepared to go in. Uh, Shakes kind of looks over. Yeah, okay, let's go. And she walks over and opens the door to the hedge. Close and pick up the uh, briefcase containing chemicals and follow after everyone else. As 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 the group of you walk, um, Alexander pulls out a pair of pistols, checks both of them, while Archer um, pulls out one of his own, checks it. <coughs> yeah. Uh, so if if anybody that wanted to put them on, uh, I did provide the group with uh, uh, bulletproof vests, which give you a two slash three rating. For armor. Nope. And can be worn under your clothes, so under under anything else, you, under any other armor you might be wearing. Drew has enough self-restraint not to hiss about, about not wanting anything from you, but also does not take it. Fair enough. Uh, Ashton I mean, already has one. Kayla likes living, so... <laughs> Puts on a bulletproof vest, then? Yep. Um... Though, for those who haven't, which I guess would only be the new people who haven't seen, uh, Drew definitely does not have a weapon that you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair, fair. Mm. Said it's 2-2. Two, 2-3. Two. Uh, two, 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 <clears throat> two against melee, 3 against right. Drops your defense by one. Yeah. All right. So, um, as you walk through the somewhat tidied up but still heavily damaged remnants of the of the hollow, um, Shakes walks over to the back door out into the hedge. 
and sort of leans up against it and looks back at the group. So those of you who haven't seen it before, I suggest you take any mental preparations or otherwise that you might need to before you take a look out into the hedge. From what I understand, it's uh, it's a hell of a thing for mundanes the first time they see it. Yeah, it seems like it's broken two people. Fuck it, why not? I will. Um, Nico is going to drink one of his eyes of Ra. Hmm. All right. Now he looks different, too. Yep. Let's see if he gets poisoned. Hmm. Nope, he's fine. Hmm. Astrid is going to be blocking the exit of this area just in case anyone tries to repeat last time. Just stand in the doorway for a minute. Yep. You're also one one of the ones who hasn't seen the outside yet, though. Uh, is there anything I can do to mentally fortify myself? I don't know. Is there anything you can do? Not top I'm just, of my head. <laughs> I was going to say, is this is going to be resolving composure, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I'm going to spend a willpower on mine. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, 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 I guess I'll spend a willpower to have my resolve and fortify. <laughs> One success. <laughs> awesome. Four successes. Oh, I should roll, huh? Oh, you've already seen the outside, though, Drew, haven't you? Hey, have you not? You're not okay. Never mind. Then. Only Nina. Only Nina and right. Sean. Only Nina and Sean. Oh. We have Sean good there. reason to think it drives people crazy because both of the people who saw it seem to have averse reactions. I'm also spending a willpower on this. Sorry, that should have been resolved composure, but that was just an extra dice, so I just rolled one extra detail. Yeah, it's oh, fine. No, no, the only thing I'm not that giving up that bonus is that I. <laughs> Like, I've seen something awful means. This is <laughs> nothing to me. So, uh, Let as me explain lemon party. So, as 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 each of you take a step out, the first one to step out is Nikolai. Um, and as you look, you behold again this massive. You're stepping out of what you knew to be an interior space into a massive forest that stretches beyond the eye and that reaches out the trees that disappear beyond sight into a thick canopy with vines and thick brush that grows all across the ground and this strange, odd mind space that you seem to be stepping into. And you have to take a second and focus, but you manage to focus and move forward. The next one stepping out is Zero, who there's a momentary pause, but he collects himself and doesn't really have anything show on his face as he has to take in everything. I adjust the sunglasses further up my nose. Yeah. Um, Kayla doesn't even break stride as she steps out into the hedge. She says, she takes it in, at, at, she's processing as she takes in and not letting herself take in everything at once so that she can acclimate without having to take it all in, all in, one, all in one go. Um, which helps. In fact, not, not breaking stride helped a lot because it meant that she didn't see it all at once. Yep. It's not dark web videos. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, Astrid and Drew both step out and look breathe, pause, adjust, 
and then move forward. Archer steps out, bursts into flame. So, now first, let's see Archer's result. Because <laughs> he's, well, he's not a mundane, he is not a changeling by any means. Success, Alexander. Okay. So, Archer looks out, reaches a hand out, doesn't seem to burn. Steps out fully. This place is... Well, I'm sorry, that's, that's Alexander. That's Archer. This place is weird beyond measure. He says as he looks around. And then Alexander, Alexander follows out. I'm glad you're not Ash, though. It is warmer than I'm used to, but then again, I'm not used to being in the sun anymore. I would suppose that this place does not follow the same spiritual rules that our realm does, and so the sun is no great enemy here as it might be elsewhere. Not that I can see it, he says, looking up at the canopy. Are we on, like, the forest floor? Yeah. I'm looking for the footprints that I know were inside. The- yeah, Nico's going to just look around and see if he can find anything. Yeah, I, go ahead and roll me um, wits and survival. Um, and as he points it out, while it is definitely of daylight in here, you cannot see a sun anywhere that you look. Wits and survival, you said? Yeah. Okay. I do not say join the club, but I definitely do think it. Um, Their successes. So, uh, Nikolai, you very quickly find the the now there there was a blood trail, but in its place has grown some blood red flowers. It's a weird linear aspect to this plant community. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's where the trail was. Shake says Nico's gonna pull one of the petals off one of the flowers and do the the herb test, where he just kind of holds it between his lips. It tastes like blood. He's going coppery. to actually t- take a bite and just chew it around his mouth for a minute. It's coppery, definitely hey. blood. And swallow. Just casually has pulled out her gun and is just waiting because there is the distinct possibility, as far as she's concerned, that Nico might turn into a monster or something. Only stamina composure, Nico. Okay. Zero successes. The blood petal has an immediate hit after you swallow it as you've just ingested changeling blood and you get an immediate rush of emotions that are not your own. Ha! As you as you sense someone else's pain and fear. Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 Okay. Bad high off of these. Don't try it, guys. They go. Mm, I'm gonna be okay. Just 
yeah, this is this was this was this was not a good situation. This what, was what have we learned, Nico? Oh, these are these are the risks you take when you try don't not the worst I've had, but no, I'm good. Nothing. I'm good. We've learned nothing. That's what it sounds like. I turn to look at you. Do you have a direction that you followed them? Uh, yeah, it leads pretty deep in. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can mo- you can mostly follow the blood pedals for a while. I'll take up the rear. Mm. <laughs> I'll chill. Uh, I'll I'll chill back here with 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 her friend. I'll be honest. I didn't know what blood pedals did. Um, I just knew that they grew in spots where blood was spilled in the hedge. Um, so, congrats on discovery. Yeah. No. That's. Uh... That's what you do. Wow, they were. That's that's terrifying. That's. I'm gonna let Shakes lead the way. <laughs> Shakes has already done some scouting. Yeah, she'll she'll begin to lead. And she she begins to walk through the through the hedge, um, and as, as the group of you follow. You can't help but let your eyes wander occasionally, and you are greeted with a twisting landscape that occasionally seems to writhe and shift as you walk. Uh, As you look around, you can see vines that sort of flex at your passage, almost as if they're attempting to reach out, but then retreat as you pass by. Um, The... the, They're briars and thorns that grow thick on everywhere but the path that you're walking as you seem to found what seems almost like a beaten path in this mysterious forest landscape um as as shakes continues to um lead you on and follows mostly the blood petals for a while but eventually even that trail dies and she has to follow the path that she that she remembers and hope that it hasn't shifted too much. Um, everyone go ahead and roll me wits and composure. Beats, composure. Four success. Four successes. Do I take that sight penalty on this or not? Six successes. Uh, no, this will just be hearing as well, so. Successes. All right. So Drew and Kayla uh, don't hear too much. It's just a wild landscape here. Um, Astrid and Zero, um, you begin to hear distant animal noises. Um, the sound, yes. Would this, uh, uh, probably not, but just to make sure, would this be the kind of thing that a danger sense might trigger? Uh, That's a good question. Let me read the danger sense merit. Danger sense specifically gives you a plus for, for uh, plus two modifier on reflexive wits composure rolls for your character to detect an impending ambush. Is what not yet. Because <laughs> it's typically made prior to the fr- to the first turn of a surprise attack. Yeah, uh, not not yet. Okay. 
<laughs> just let me just to see though that's there. Good to know. That that will probably be relevant shortly. Spider sense. Um all right. Uh Zero and Zero and Astrid begin to hear distant animal noises. Um hard to make out, but they sound almost distant distant calls. I, um, I draw an arrow, knock it. Nikolai, those are howls. They sound like wolf howls, but they're not. They're weird. They're different. We got... Woo, that's, that's, that's a big angry puppy out there. Hmm. Uh, you, you mentioned that, and Shakes immediately stiffens, and you sort of... There's a cold breeze that blows in around her as she kind of looks around. Mm. Should we be prepared for an appendix? Should we, should we, is this a back-to-back guns-out situation or a turn-and-run situation? Uh, I couldn't tell you. We typically avoid briar wolves. Um, what do you know about them? Uh, they're big, they move in small groups, and they like to rip things apart. Does conventional weaponry work on them? As much as anything else does. Do they share share your kind's weakness to cold iron? Yes. That'll work. I put the arrow that I had pulled out back and grab a different arrow. Is that your boxing glove arrow? No, it's my cold iron arrow. (laughs) Okay. You know, it would be great right now. An arrow that shot a net with cold iron filaments. Please. We're a pharmaceutical company. Not Task Force Valkyrie. Anyway, I have a gun. I I just remembered I have a gun. (laughs) Right? I too have a gun. I have a cold iron arrow. (laughs) As uh, Alexander and Archer both check their own guns as well and kind of look around. I'm private corruption, not public corruption. We prefer the pro- we prefer to take our, our 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 horrible methods and tactics to the private sector. It pays better. It does. Hashtag Pentex. Hmm? <laughs> yep. uh, in a were- in a werewolf game, Chiron Group would be a Pentex arm. Oh yeah, Pentex subsidiary right there. Hmm? Please. I mean, to be fair, or. A technocratic. We're, we're, we're yeah, technocracy. Mm, yeah, we're, we're the, yeah, if it was a mage game, yeah. We're we're the we're the Pintex is like primary rival, <laughs> like de, de progenitor gene engineer kind of kind of. Well, it's like what what the Chiron group so off course. It's like what what the Chiron group actually <laughs> is. Is primary rivals. You absolutely do work with and for them because you don't want to actually have competition that would drive down profit. I was going to say, Pentex's primary rivals are the big giant furballs that gnaw on their throats. <laughs> yeah. It's like what, what, what any individual group of hunters actually is changes based on which game system you're playing. 
So, you know, in, in Werewolf, they're a Pentex arm. In Mage, they're a Technocracy branch. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's true for all of the things. Like, yes. <laughs> in Vampire, they are almost exactly what they are in New World. Are- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there are not many Vampire clans that are interested in high tech. Well, they they are, but not in this sort of way. Yeah. Some very old and very strange uh which ones are the ones I like the crazy ones Malkavian yep some very strange Malkavian's pet project mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> as the howling and the and the sound of claws and feet hitting the dirt gets closer gets closer and you all begin to group up in preparation for whatever is coming um now we can have those wits and composures for ambush okay I mean, I feel like I know that there's an ambush. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not really an ambush it, it, at this point. It's, we're just prepared. It, it, yeah, it's you're prepared. It's can you spot them before they get the drop on you? Four successes. Mm-hmm. Who's laughing at that eye of Rod now, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Nobody ever was laughing at the eye of Rod. I know, mm-hmm. but in my brain they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. There's physical skills. Stealth is actually real good. Um... But when you roll like that, when you get zero successes on nine dice, one success. I know, I know that feel. <laughs> Jeremy knows that feel too. Yep. Mm. Uh, okay, I got zero successes on my test rolls, and I roll like thirteen dice for my. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Like, I've got 13 dice to hit to hit something with these bows. Zero damage, zero damage, zero damage. What? Uh, as as you see the hedge begin to shift and rattle, their position is given away by the movement of the plants around them. As you see that uh, Shakes is sort of staring in their direction, um, and you can feel a cold wind blowing from around her. Um, as uh, four of these large canine-looking shapes begin to crash through the hedge running towards you. Teeth... Their mouths are unnaturally long and thin and with their elongated and tall pointed ears and their shape is almost like what one would equate a werewolf to. It's almost humanoid but they're thin and gangly and the fur is patchy and doesn't cover everything and it looks completely demented and twisted and malformed and their eyes are definitely very more human than a werewolf's would be at this point and they look completely wrong in every sense that one would describe a werewolf uh and the fur that grows on them has almost sort of a leaf green or vine-like texture uh, as they crash through, and we're gonna go ahead and get some initiative. Initiative. Boom! I got a 15, because I'm a cagey, edgy, freaked uh, out motherfucker. Okay. I got a 6. Button. 
you. I'm just gonna. I did not get on the tracker, but nine. Yeah, I'm just gonna add turns for you guys so you can. I haven't made tokens for. Yeah. I haven't made tokens for um, Archer or Alexander, so I'll just go ahead and use some of these random things. That'll do for now. The Archer is some sort of gunfu nut, and Alexander is a zombie. But an artsy zombie. That might be backwards. Uh, that's a zombie that has, it's holding a skull, not painting anything. Oh, it looked like a paintbrush and a palette. In, no, it's I, a, it's a tire iron and a skull. You believe what you want and I believe what I want. All right, you guys can, I believe you can input your own. We did. Paul's not here though. Oh yeah, right. I gave Paul a turn and he's not actually present. Pink. Both of them add their security. Cool. I have a feeling the vampires are gonna be. You know, with only with only uh four dice for my initiative, getting a nine isn't all Four dice? You don't. That's not how that works. I mean, with only four four dots. Yeah. Dots equal dice, which is. That's how. Funny story. That's how you used to roll dice in mm -hmm. second edition and back. You would roll wits plus alertness versus four. D ten plus dots. Another funny story. One of our players, one of my longtime players for for my tabletop World of Darkness games. Did not realize that there was a change from from second edition to revise, and for literally years <laughs> after revise was released, was still rolling standard way, and nobody noticed. <laughs> I feel like that's the benefit of online games is you can just be like, that seems like an odd roll. Yeah, we always wondered why. Her initiative was so low compared to everybody else. <laughs> this person always just rolls really shit. And then one more. Buh. Cool. Um, as Alexander gets the first drop, he uh brings his he brings his gun up and just fires both of them in rapid succession as his hand moves faster than can usually be traced as he seems to almost leave an after image trail as he moves and three shots uh fire out rapidly at one of them first the first one just barely clips second one misses but the third one strikes heavily in the chest and definitely injures the uh one of the briar wolves um and then archer will only take two shots and not quite as Successful doing the amount of damage. Both of them managed to clip the second Briar Wolf, though. Uh, which then brings us to Nikolai. Whichever one looks the most hurt, I'm gonna do a three round burst into that one. That would be the one that Alexander shot. Okay. Hmm. 
Um, and yeah, I'm gonna save that for now. It's been shot at three times, so its defense is gone by now. Oh, these things get defense against firearms? Yes. Well, okay then. Oh, whoops. Hang on a second. Let me try that again. Because I forgot to hit my nine again. Okay, well, same way. Same amount of damage. All right, three damage. Three lethal. Yep. Uh... With that amount of damage, because uh, of how much he had done to it, uh, as you as you empty that three round burst into it, um, the uh, bullets connect it across the jaw, and one of them cracks into its skull. And with the amount of bullets that it's taken, it drops to the ground and stops moving. One down, but now it's there. <laughs> I like the idea that he screams like that. <laughs> oh, he definitely does. And then he's going to try and hide behind whoever the largest person next to him is. I think, uh, aside, I don't know how big the vampires are, but I think of the group now, Zero is the biggest person in the group. Uh, well, as the one who screams immediately, uh, one of them is, one, at least one of them is coming after Nikolai. Of course they are. What's your defense? Uh, defense plus armor. This is a brawl, I'm assuming. Yeah. He'll take uh, minus three. Minus three? Yep. Cool. You take three lethal as the as this briar wolf leaps up around and brings its claws down and rakes across your God torso. Damn. Ah! Uh, second one is going to come after Zara. What's your defense? Uh, for a melee attack, it's going to have... Uh, I'm using my brawling dodge. Uh, uh, my defense is four, and my close-up armor is three, so that'll be a minus seven. Yep. Uh, so... Uh... <laughs> wow. Uh, two lethal. Wow. Minus seven Ow. still hits. Yep. Exploding tens, man. <laughs> as they also sink claws into you. Uh, and then the last one, Astrid, what's your defense? Um, where, where, oh, there it is, two. Two, and your armor is two as well, so minus four. Yeah. No successes on Astrid, as the... Uh, as the third one lunges towards you and you just manage to put your axe in the way and force it off to the side. Uh, Kayla. All right, I'm going to, because I have a gun. Um, go. Oh, well, no, it doesn't matter. That was, I, didn't, I wasn't holding. Sorry, what was the, the what is the I'm I'm shooting, so what's the motto? Uh their defense. Uh the second one's only been are uh, you shooting for the one that um Archer's been shooting at? They just yeah. they just went so had their defense back. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, so uh it'll be three. Their defense will be three right now. Okay. So minus three. I mean that's something. I will take something. Yeah. 
Gunning ain't 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 Kayla's strong point. So yeah. any damage is good damage. Drew. Aaron, it is your turn. And you're muted. Yes, I am. I was wondering why <laughs> things weren't working. Okay. Um, none of them are in melee with me, I assume. Not quite yet. And that said, you have several friends who are. Yeah. Um, if there's one I can get a clear shot on, I'll just shoot Hellfire at it. Um, um, All right, we're going to ask for a turn. Yeah, I got to spend a... Two right now. I'll spend my last willpower yes. and shoot fire at someone. Um, do they have defense? Uh, you shooting at the one that just got shot at? Yeah. Uh, then it'll be two, because they just took an attack. Minus two, okay. Two successes. Yeah. And if they're resistant to fire, it works. Or it, it doesn't work because I didn't do the thing where I'm also damaging myself. Yeah, okay. Um, Shove the entirety in chat just yeah. for benefit. Yeah. Wait, the... that's not the entirety. That's the flavor text. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah you, you, deal the, you deal the damage to them because they're not immune to fire. Um, and then zero. Um, what does it require to draw a dagger? Or to draw well, a, you've, a you've used your action to dodge if you're using if you use brawling dodge before now, so that's all that you get to do that round. Yeah, I believe, yeah. Yeah, because if you react to use the brawling dodge, you give your action for the turn. Oh, do that I? Is. Yeah, that's the cost of dodging. Ah, never mind then. Yeah, you, when you perform that's what a I dodge, did. that's all you get to do. <laughs> that's what I did, so it doesn't matter. Astrid. Um, how many of these things are left? Three. One, only one of them is injured. Okay. I will shoot one of the uninjured ones. Actually, no, I'm going to use my axes. All right. Go for the one that's on you, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, roll that again, uh, because you, they have their defense, so you need to add a minus three to that. Oh, okay. And get more damage. Get more damage. <laughs> that works. You bring your axe around and crash into the one that's in front of you. It digs into its chest. Uh, it rears back and... <laughs> <laughs> lunges back forward towards you, but first it is going to be Colleen and Shakes. Uh, as Shakes is going to go ahead and invoke some of her elements contract. Uh, yeah. Decent attack. Um, as Shakes looks at the one that you're fighting, Astrid, and brings her hand out, and you can feel that cold wind that's been surrounding her begin to surge forward as shards of ice 
flutter out from around her and form in the air and stab into the uh, the the briar wolf that's attacking you as it takes two more points of damage. Uh, Colleen kind of looks around and tries to figure out what she can do best and just kind of grips her hand for a second and it begins to spark with uh, an amount of electrical energy as she then brings it out and puts it at the same one that that uh, Astrid and uh, Shakes had attacked, trying to focus fire a little bit. Two more damage as the lightning arcs off of her hand and, and scorches into the uh, in, into the Briar Wolf. Um, brings it back to Alexander. I'm just gonna try and he's not gonna take any extra shots. I'm just gonna try and make one solid shot at the most injured one. With 14 dice, you get two successes. <laughs> Combat's a bitch. But that's enough as he puts down the second uh Briar Wolf because everyone else had already severely injured it. Uh, Archer's going to fire at the other one. He's also going to just take an aim shot. Wow. These guys have massive dice pools when they're only taking one shot, and yet only doing two damage at a time. <laughs> Nikolai. Uh, how injured is the one that's literally on top of me? Uh... It just got hit by uh, Archer, and that's the first damage it's taken. Fuck it. I'm doing another three-round burst into that guy. What's his defense currently? Uh, two, because he just got shot at. I'm spending a willpower. Three damage. Jesus. Nice, nice. <laughs> Yep. Another chatter. <laughs> get it off! Get it off! Get it off! As it tries to bite down on you, uh, what's your defense? Three. Three? All right, so... Is that including the armor? Yes. All right. Two lethal damage. <laughs> Again. Yeah. I am getting severely fucked up. Okay. Uh, and then the one that's left is the one that's on our Astrid. So what's your defense right now? Because you've had your turn again, so you get it back. Uh, it was four, I think. Four, yeah. Counting your armor. One lethal damage. Okay. Kayla. All right. Um, got to still things up, and I still have it down. And unless I want to, unless I unless I want to go hand to hand, which spoiler alert, I don't. <laughs> um, minus three. Another one. Hey, are you going? Uh, were you going for the most injured one or just most the? Injured. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. That's how you do it. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Drew. Focus fire, man. Yep, focus fire. Uh, you're muted again. Nico right. would be um, supporting you. So 
I'm gonna do... There's one on top of Nikolai? Yep. There's also one on top of Astrid. I'm gonna stab him with a sword cane, because I don't have any more magic fire today. All right. Uh, is there a is there a bonus for flanking? I don't recall in New World. I really know. Not particularly. Okay. You focus fire. You wait till they're down. You wait for Mercy the... to come in and res. You stun Mercy. Okay. <laughs> well, fight the, up, fight the bonus up. the bonus comes from basically repeated attacks, dropping their defense, pretty much. Attack roll. Um... What's the defense? Uh, defense is currently three because they just had the turn. So minus three, correct? Yeah, yeah, minus three. Hey, it's a damage. I hit. You did. That's pretty good for two dice. Shoot! You, you slice across its back with the sword cane and draw blood. Get a damage. Zero. Uh, I'm going to fire. How many of them are still up? Just one or two? Two. two. One Both of them looking pretty injured. One's way more injured than the other. One on Nikolai. Yeah. I'm firing at that. Uh, I don't know what its defense is, but I get a minus two for trying to not hit. Uh, uh, well, it's it, its defense is currently down to two, so you're at minus four. Minus four. Spend a willpower. I can. Yeah, you can. Which puts you at a minus one. Oh. Uh, this is a cold. This is a cold iron. Uh, uh, actually, technically, this is a cold iron arrow. Uh, six, ag- six aggravated damage. As you pull the arrow back and sight along and let go, and this cold iron arrow digs into and then shatters inside the skull of the briar wolf, and it collapses. As Nikolai, the wolf that the wolf that is attacking you, <laughs> yeah. has its claws on your shoulder and is bringing itself in to try and bite at your throat and then an arrow shatters into its skull and it falls off of you just seconds before it was about to take a bite out of you. Thanks, Hanzo! (laughs) Astrid, the only one left is the one that's on you. Alright. Kill this thing. And its defense is currently minus, is going to be a minus three to your attack roll. Okay. No, minus two, because... You roll again with a minus two because Kayla took a shot at it. And once again, for damage. Yeah. Three as damage. You, as you bring your axe up and dig it into its neck and force it down to the ground, it collapses underneath your weight and finally falls. And there's a moment of clear, of, of quiet as everything stops and you look around and there doesn't seem to be anything else here. As as um, Shakes kind of puts her hand down and that cold wind stops blowing around her. Okay. It's <sighs> good. Congratulations on killing your first pack of Briar Wolves. Uh, how's everybody feeling? <clears throat> How are you feeling? Like shit, but... I'm still walking. Just like <clears throat> look down at the look down at the uh, bits. Of- oh God, that's a lot of blood. Jesus fuck. You're not very useful in a fight. I'm the medic. 
is useful after the fight. I say as I look down at the at the part of my outfit that's been torn to reveal my bulletproof vest. Yeah, but you still have to survive the fight. I well, yes. Mission fucking accomplished there. Walk over and retrieve my arrow. If I can, if it's still intact enough to retrieve. It, it's a cold iron arrow. It shattered on. It shattered after piercing. Figured, but you know, cold iron is not a is not a particularly durable substance. No, it's very brittle. Um, yeah. Help Nikolai to. No one is coincidentally using cold iron or silver or any of the other things that might work against supernatural creatures. Yeah. Um, as uh, Shakes kind of looks around, okay, I didn't expect there to be guardians around this particular area. Although those might have just been roving. So what does this mean? Um... It makes that slightly more dangerous, she says, pointing at a section of the trees where the where the trail seems to stop that faintly forms an archway and that seems to disappear into the forest. And beyond the archway, there is a shroud of mist. And what is that? <laughs> if my guess is right... And I really hope it's not, but I don't have another answer as to what it is. That is a way that the hedge leads back to Arcadia. Eh? We're not going to Arcadia. No, we're not. And quite frankly, I would rather this door wasn't here, but I... If um, we shoot it enough times, will it... If we hack it apart with cold iron things, will it go away? I don't think so. And I, uh, unfortunately, if this is where their trail ends, I'm not going to be able to get them back. If we burn the forest down, will it go away? I've, I don't know if you can burn this place. I've tried a couple of times. It doesn't tend to take... I mean, we don't have to burn the whole thing. We just have to burn a couple trees. We do have the capability. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all. I'm all for. I'm all for whoever's about that's do that that that's doing no harm. That do as thou wilt, etc., etc., etc. But no offense. I will burn this entire place down to keep shit from what. From what I understand, it's through there, getting to where we live. Yeah, Monkey Bear. I'm I'm there with you. Hacking it apart with cold iron won't work. What makes you think burning it will? Ooh. Um, or what if we got some cold iron razor wire and just you know? Do you have any cold iron razor wire with you? That was the go get some bit that I felt was implied. I don't really. I'm I'm getting faint from blood loss. I'm gonna sit down. I don't really want to leave and come back though. Um, Colleen. Colleen kind of steps up to the doorway and looks it over for a second. Don't, Colleen, maybe... Astrid will, like, put her hand out. Just give her a minute. 
Ugh. Do what? Fine. It's her magic. She can do what she wants with it. It's just... Um... I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, but if I can, well, it'll help a lot of people, I feel like. She says as she kind of fishes into her pocket and pulls out a coin um, that has sort of the image of uh, a, a one of the one of the coins that you've seen Paul um, holding uh, before and playing with, and she kind of closes her fist around it and holds it close to her chest, and there's a momentary flash of white, and the coin disappears as the tattoos on her arm elongate and stretch further along her arm and reach now up to her forearm, as as she takes in the energy from the coin. That might make it a little easier, she says. As she looks up and brings her hands out and begins to bring them closed. And I need to make several rolls for her. While, while, watching, she's while watching this. this, I push my sunglasses back for. Can I make a quick diagnostic scan and see if anybody else looks like they're worse than five lethal in? Sure, roll me in wits and medicine. Wits and medicine. Not a simple roll, a sheet roll. Two successes. No, you're the only one who's taken successive attacks from Briar Wolves. Yeah, I'm pounding my Bennu Bird Feather Elixir then. And spending a willpower while doing so. And so with those with the amount of rolls that I've succeeded on there. As she brings her hands shut, there is a ripple and a shift in the air as she begins to struggle. And you can see this sort of electric energy arcing between her hands as she forms a sphere of energy that she begins to clasp and close and crush down. And as she does, the fabric of the hedge in front of you begins to warp and twist. And she then, as it begins to ripple, she grasps this sphere of energy and then rips and brings her hands apart and the sphere shatters and her hair stands on end as the tattoos on her arm begin to glow. And she lets out a primal scream of fury and pain commingled as the energy coalesces out in a thunderclap and the door collapses in on itself. The trees fall onto each other, the mist fades and shuts and there's just forest left and then Colleen collapses onto the ground. Oh shit, I might have needed to save that. Over trying to pick her up. Uh, and at that point is where we're going to end for the week. Hey, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.